0: Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I'm going to be talking in this podcast about some very, very raw, hard-hitting topics. It's going to be very sexual. want to give a heads-up to those of you who are sensitive. I want to give a heads-up to women who might be listening, and I definitely want to speak to you parents. Uh, This is a podcast that you might want to digest yourself in advance and then, uh, you know, talk to your kids about, Uh, but be warned, be warned, be warned. I'm going to be speaking in very, very raw terms. You do not want to be listening to this podcast heading down the road with the family in the car. Uh, you know, for your summer vacation. Okay, you get my point there. Warning, warning, warning. Uh, I want to talk to you about porn and the secret life of masturbation it produces. And I want to say, first of all, that I am uh, very opposed to porn for reasons that I've stated before. But I want to state very quickly that the main reason for me is that it's just immoral. Uh, it is, it is an immoral thing. I don't believe that, that we uh, are meant to be watching people having sex. A man is not meant to see women naked, um, this is, this is immoral. And how do I define morality? Well, I mean, you guys know very well I'm a Christian. Welcome to you men from other faiths who are here or men from no faiths, but I'm a Christian. So for me, this is all an area of sin. And the reason is not some Freudian you know, repression system, system that I'm in, but that I believe that God defines the way we ought to function. He created us and he defines the way we ought to function. So sin really is functioning apart from our design. That's really what sin is. I don't see it so much as repression and guilt cycles of a Freudian nature, but I see it more as God having designed us a certain way and us being called to live according to that design and to break out of that design to go contrary to the way we were created is sin. So that's what—that's the main reason. There is a secondary reason, though, and that is that when you spend money on porn, when you give yourself to porn, buy porn, watch porn, pay for it at a hotel, whatever— um, then you are actually sending money uh, into networks that do a lot of damage in the world. First of all, uh, much porn, particularly, particularly uh, porn globally, um, is connected to trafficking networks. And so when you spend money on porn, when you, when you, I know guys who go to Thailand and have big old sex trips and buy porn and spend all money on those, you're actually funding the networks that traffic women, uh, that kidnap women. Um, and that do and are these criminal international networks around the world. Also, what you're funding is the very material that causes men to be abusers. If you're concerned about the Me Too moment we're living in, if you're concerned about the fact that 20% of all women on college and university campuses in America are sexually abused, if you're concerned about the state of your daughters in the world, for example, then you need to know that the p- porn you're paying for is funding those very networks and those very industries. So it's not just. Uh, you know, a, a naked woman in Simi Valley, you know, filming on the in somebody's patio. It's also uh, a network that you're funding and money is going around the world uh, and you are funding criminal and immoral networks that do a lot of damage. If you're addicted to porn and you've got a teenage boy in your house, then you need to tell yourself and, and say these words to yourself. I'm giving money to the people who want to destroy my son's life. Now I'm going to be harsh in this podcast, so get ready. And there's an example of it now. We all know that in our generation, we are dealing with a plague of erectile dysfunction. This is going on a great deal, and, and it's not anymore just a matter for older men. In fact, older men who are dealing with a kind of an age-based problem of erectile dysfunction actually have solutions. Uh, we now have Viagra and Cialis and other kinds of, of pills and for older men whose bodies were just starting to wear out a bit and blood wasn't quite getting where it needed to go, there is now medication. So older men aren't dealing with it as much as they used to be. The erectile dysfunction plague is happening largely amongst younger men. And we are seeing there have been a number of studies of late. You can look this up after I explain it a bit. Uh, there have been a number of studies of late to prove that uh, the rise in erectile dysfunction is largely related to porn. The use of porn. In fact, there's actually an abbreviation for it, or actually an acrostic for it, P-I-E-D, Porn-Induced Erectile Dysfunction. That's usually written P period, I period, E period, D period. Porn-Induced Erectile Dysfunction. Now, here's what's going on. When men give themselves to porn, when they watch porn, when they digest it a great deal and they have the secret life of masturbation that goes with it, um, They are habituating themselves. They are laying tracks in the brain. I've talked about this before in podcasts. Um, They are rearranging the brain's synapses and the connection between the cells and the brain to create a habit. If you do something eight o'clock every morning, every day of the week, eventually uh, you will get to the point where your body says, I need to do that thing now. Let's say to be silly that you are eating a bowl full of Oreos every day at eight o'clock in the morning. Eventually, your body will yearn for those Oreos that when you first do it, it's like a new thing. Okay, we're eating. That's fine. Is that what you want? Good. We'll eat that. Um, 21, 30, 40 days later, you're developing a habit that's heading towards an addiction. You, you you habituate. Now, this is actually good and God-given in that, you know, we get up in the morning and to work out at 6 every morning, and eventually our bodies get used to it and want it. And if we don't do it, we feel weird. Um, it's the same thing that happens when we eat three times a day. Or for some of you, five o'clock, it's it's cocktail hour, bam. And you you know that if you are working hard and aren't even aware of what time it is, at around five o'clock, your body will start wanting what you have been doing for years at five o'clock. You have habituated the brain. You have laid brain synapses. You have laid railway track in your mind, these pathways that are Basically, habits. Now, I've talked before about how basically you can rehabituate in 21 days. It's about 21 days it takes to rewire the brain synapses with new habits. I'll be talking about that in other podcasts. What I want to talk to you about, though, is that because men have given themselves to porn, because it's become such a, such a thing in our culture, it's joked about in sitcoms and so on, uh, because people are giving themselves so much to porn and it's so prevalent, what's happening is that men are setting the bar, as it were, in their minds, in their souls, so high for stimulation that a natural sex life doesn't, doesn't affect them anymore. So here's how it works. You're watching porn, and most of the women are surgically enhanced. You don't even know women who look like this. Most of them are surgically enhanced, and in the porn, they're acting a certain way. These, this isn't the way women naturally act. They're, they're act. they're putting on a performance, and it's all about what they want and how open they are to everything and the way they talk and the way they call for it and the way they lo- you know, talk to the man and so on. And You get addicted to all that when you're watching porn, but it's, none of it's real. The woman's not physically real in every, in every sense. Uh, the acts aren't, sexual, aren't, aren't real. Uh, the way the woman behaves in the sex act is not real. None of it's real. The situations, the fantasy situations, the environment, the behavior of the woman, even her physical body, none of it's real. None of it's actually natural. None of it's the way it is out in the real world. But this is the bar that you're setting in your mind. This is the level of stimulation you need if you give yourself to porn um, to become excited. Well, of course, then your life of secret masturbation is also a fantasy thing. You've got things going in your mind while you're doing that that aren't real, that no woman would do, that are, that are, that are crazy. Sometimes you even use the images of women in the world uh, and have them doing things in your mind that they would never be doing in reality well, why am I being so graphic about all this? What it's doing is laying, in a sense, unreal pathways in your brain. What it's doing is it's causing you to become habituated to stuff that's not real. It's almost like you went to Mars and you had a candy bar that they only have on Mars. That's amazing. And you had just a little of it, then you had to come back to Earth. Well, Perhaps all your senses now are. let's say you were on Mars for 21 days All your senses now are set for that candy bar You can only get on Mars you can't get anymore That's kind of the way it is with porn You're setting yourself uh, towards an addiction To something that you can't satisfy In the real world So let's talk about Johnny Johnny's a fictional guy Johnny gets deeply immersed in porn at 16 Uh Johnny, for the next decade, just absolutely gives himself to porn. He's, he's used to watching porn. He's used to digesting it. He has a secret life of masturbation. He thinks this is cool. He watches Seinfeld, an entire episode about everybody in the program, masturbating and so on, rubbing one out, as they say crassly. And... Um, uh, this this all becomes part of his life and he thinks it's fine. Well, let's say at the age of 26, a decade after he starts his porn addiction, he meets Susie. And Susie's a sweet young lady. She's pretty. She's normal. She, she He loves her family. He loves everything about her. He gets married to her, okay? Now, he goes in on the wedding night Susie's just normal. She's not surgically enhanced. She's learned some things from her you know, mothers and sisters and so on. Let's say the two of them met in church, but let's say they've never had sex before. Uh, so now on the wedding night, Uh, Johnny and Susie are there. Johnny is bringing the sewer with him. He's bringing porn world with him. He's bringing unreal women in unreal situations, behaving in unreal ways uh, for unreal effect in, who knows, space costumes or whatever, you know, that's going on in this porn. And then, of course, he's got this additional fantasy life that goes out of that of all this masturbation. So there's Susie. And there they are in their lovely hotel, and there they are on their honeymoon, and here it is the first night. And it happens all the time that Johnny's, guys like Johnny, can't be aroused and have erectile dysfunction uh, with a normal woman on their, on their first night of their wedding, and the second night, and the third, and the fourth. In fact, some guys never actually do, are able to perform uh, with a normal woman in bed because they have absolutely habituated themselves with insanity the insanity of porn. You understand what's happening? This guy has erectile dysfunction, but it's not primarily biological. It's primarily P-I-E-D, porn-induced erectile dysfunction. He just can't get aroused anymore with stuff that's normal because he's been living in a wild, crazy fantasy world on screen and in his mind for years. So this is what's going on, and there have been studies by the Air Force. There have been studies by government departments. There have been studies by hospitals showing that a lot of the rise in erectile dysfunction among young men, again, older men, it can be medically uh, corrected for the most part. But younger men are dealing with it. And by the way, no amount of of Cialis or or Viagra or whatever else you want to use will will address the fact that if you're not stimulated, you're not stimulated. And so. uh, the, younger, the issue with younger men is more psychological and less physical, and so it doesn't have as much remedy with, with medication. It's a psychological thing. So I've known men to, who have come to me just broken because they got married. They couldn't perform with their wives in any meaningful, serious way, um, and that never changed, and their wives knew what, what was going on. And these guys, by the way, couldn't break out of the porn even after they were married. And some guys thought, well, the solution is to get my wife to do what I see on camera. Well, that turns her into a whore. That turns her into a, uh, that, 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 that brings the values of the whorehouse and the modello uh, into the bedroom. It makes, your, makes the wife no longer just the object of your affection, but rather a performer in your fantasy menagerie. And so, yeah, I'm being tough about this because this is ruining lives. I've said for a long time that a secret life of porn and masturbation is basically divorce training. And many, many men are ending up divorce and having to sit there in court uh, and, and 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 defend themselves, or actually confess. In, in the cases I saw, that yeah, their whole life of porn had ruined their marriage, and they didn't didn't uh, blame their wife uh, for filing against them. Now, why am I being so fierce about this? Because this is ruining lives. Because this is a plague on modern manhood. Because this. Is is blowing up marriages, ruining the next generation, and it can be fought. Now, here's what I want you to do: get the Conquer Series. Get the Conquer Series. It's fantastic. It's the best thing I know. It, it talks about higher values, but it also talks about brain science. And you need to get it. Get it. It's very, very good, very popular. Simple search will do at Second of all, Get accountable to a band of brothers. I know this is going to be a matter of shame for you. I know that you're going to have a hard time talking about it, but you're going to have to find some guys you trust and get them to hold you accountable. You are preparing for the destruction of your life. You are passing a bondage on to the next generation. You are preparing for divorce. You are ruining your life. You may seem cool. It may seem like what, you know all the cool guys and all the cool TV shows talk about and and may even, they may even pass porn around and talk about rubbing one out and all of that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you, this is a cancer on your soul. It's a cancer to your future and it's a cancer on manhood in our generation. So get, get it fought, get it battled, rehabituate, Uh, do some of the things that they'll teach in the conquer Mm -hmm. series and that I've also taught in this podcast. But the main thing I'm going for in this podcast is that you understand P-I-E-D, porn-induced erectile dysfunction, is a plague in our time. And if you're mired in this, if you're living out a life of extreme porn and masturbation, you are rewiring your brain, you are preparing for the ruination of your life, and you are contributing to something that is, quite frankly, evil, not just in your soul, but in our world. Let's be better than this. Let's be the great men we're meant to be. Let's get on top of this. I want you to have a fantastic sex life with one woman in marriage and without bringing the values of the whorehouse into your bedroom. We can do this. You can be the great man you're meant to be. To join the great man community or to book Steven to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv you'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group Production.